Welcome to the Raymond Tamaklo podcast. You are about to listen to a message from the Santa Cruz service as preached by the senior pastor and founder of Love Springs International Church, Nairobi, Kenya. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo is a missionary to the nation of Kenya. He is an author and a church planter. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo has a passion of raising pastors and shepherds who delight in the work of God. He has dedicated fairly all his life to the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ doing exactly this. He believes in ensuring that the word of God is preached to all because each and every soul is precious and important to God. This podcast will reignite your love for God and His work and will work out times of refreshing in your life. Now, get ready to be blessed as you listen to the soul-saving Word of God expertly handled by Rev. Raymond Tamaklo of the Love Springs International Church Headquarters, Nairobi. Be transformed as you listen. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning. Your name be exalted. We ask for your sweet influence over our hearing. Your sweet influence over our hearts. May we be imparted like never before. Today is the first Sunday of the new year. May we receive the blessings of the first in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Please have your seats. If you've noticed, I've taken the microphone very early. It's going to be so from now on. Um, Any serious Christian should not be late to church. When they tell you that service starts at 8.30, you shouldn't come to church at 8.35. Or nine. I have come to believe that some of you, you be late to your own funerals. The day we are burying you, we'll be waiting for you to come. He's even better. Uh, the other one, uncle. <laughs> Do you understand? And some of you don't know. Time is as spiritual as anything. When you make a habit of being late in life, you have resigned yourself that 
everything that should come to you also should not be in a hurry. It should be late. Do you understand? You, you have resolved in your heart that that's what you get you it. Ever late. Ever late. Like it doesn't bother you that somebody is waiting for you. When I came to this country, I was surprised how people were never in a hurry. You have scheduled a meeting for 7 a.m. with somebody. Meanwhile, you, you have woken up at 4 just to make sure you're on time. And this person is playing games with you at 7 o'clock. You are calling, and they are telling you, oh, I'm just around the corner. I'm around the corner. I'm almost. I'm almost. Then after I'm almost, the phone goes off. The phone goes off. The person is sitting somewhere drinking tea he's not even moved by the fact that you are scheduled to have a meeting yes as we speak they've not even left their homes you see the the mother demon of all this problem is a spirit around here called I don't care that's the mother demon like the person doesn't care that ah, I've given somebody an appointment and they're waiting. Doesn't care. You know? And nobody who walks in I don't care has their conscience alive. Your conscience is dead. It should worry you that you're late. And you see, one sin, the door to one sin, opens several other doors. So, for example, you are just sleeping, you were late, it will open the door to lies. When you get there late, you say, you know, I woke up very early, but there was traffic. You know, there was a trailer right where I take my matatu, so all the matatu stopped behind the trailer. You know? So one scene of not caring has opened the door to other scenes. Now you have to lie. Meanwhile, were you on time, you have no need to have lied. Number two, you get there and then you, you are already guilty. But your conscience is dead. So now you have to form head like you're hurt, like you're angry. So one, one, one door has opened the door to another scene. Now you're frowning. You know, and there as, there's nobody with a frown on their face whose heart is not conceiving things. So as you're frowning in your heart, mm, you shouldn't ask me anything. All these people. Is it you're sinning already? One door has opened this other door to 
all these diverse kinds of sin. Are you listening to me? Maybe to you all these are inconsequential, but it is not inconsequential. Yeah. It's everything. Our teachers were not stupid. When you started school, they beat you for lateness. They were not stupid. Your teacher was not stupid. Like your teacher just like caning people. So you were late and then he beat you. They were not stupid. They knew that to achieve the highest in your life requires diligence. Timeliness is part of it. That's why if you're a Christian, diligence is important. You now get to the company, the entry book, and then you got there at 7.45. You're supposed to be there at 6.30. Now you have to lie. You know, once I had a register for my leaders in this church. Yeah, once I had a, they, they were to enter in when they arrived. Huh? They were to enter in when they arrived. Yeah, they sign in when they arrived. And you will not believe that people could lie just before stepping into the presence of God. Yeah. They got to the church 8.30. They write 8.25. Yeah. Hmm. They got to, I'm not talking about a secular work, safari come or what I'm talking about church they lie right at the entrance before they enter God's presence I'm already teaching you know. so this year I will, whether it's me teaching or anybody will take the microphone because we are also starting the lay bible school um, this year, yeah. We will have one Saturday in a month to do Bible school the whole day. Um, that's one Saturday. And then we shall have the lay Bible school um, after every Sunday service. Do you understand? And then once in a month, we have the whole Saturday for the lay Bible school. Uh, But we don't want jokers there. Yes, we only want serious people there. So there's a registration for the Bible school of 1,000 500 shillings. The 500 for every school is for the exams and the certificates. And then the school fees is a, a, a thousand. Yes, there's exams. Yeah. Now, those of you who have partaken of uh, the shepherd's exams and will be part of the lay school if you so deem. I'm trying to figure a way where we can transfer your credits from that to um, the, 
to the lay Bible school. Do you understand? I don't want anybody saying that apostle has cheated me. You know, I wrote exams. We'll transfer that to the lay if you are still part of it. I hope it makes sense. Yeah, so um, like those of you who have passed certain subjects in the previous will transfer the credit to the lay um, Bible school for that purpose. And so we are starting with the school of solid foundation. Yeah, the school of solid foundation. Now, after everything you have put me through, the only reason I'm still a pastor is because of my solid foundation. Yes, it's the only reason. It's the only reason. (laughs) That you disappear and I appear and I'm still here. (laughs) I haven't mentioned your name. That you disappear and appear and you still find me here is because of solid. That you disappear for years to appear and still find me here is only because of my solid foundation. (laughs) People like (laughs) Wahala. Do you understand? Yeah. That you can go for holidays for four years, five years, and you still come and find me where you left me is because of solid foundation. Yes. Odor has decided to tempt me this year. She has just decided. (laughs) She's producing and reproducing criminals. (laughs) And solid foundation has made sure I'm still here. So that they can come back and see my face. You get a point now. So we're starting with the school of solid foundation. Okay, so please, um, uh, Odo is in charge of registration. Who is LP? Who will take? Chief of staff? Okay. Okay, so I think maybe you'll be giving the way forward for the school. Um, and that's going to be our first school for the year. We're going to have several schools. Each school is three months in duration after which we write uh, one small exams like that. Not difficult. Not difficult. I can assure you you will pass. Alright, so and then we give you a certificate on completion. Yes, this is our in-house Bible school. Do you understand? And it's important that you partake of it. Um, Some of you, 1,005 is what you give to um, a useless girl. So use it properly. 
Do you understand? Yeah. Some of you, by the time we close service today, a girl is going to ask you for 500. You'll give it because you want her to call you in a week. So use it for the glory of God. Amen. Yeah. So be part of it. It's not for a particular group of people. It's for the church. Amen. And then you just create one Saturday. We'll let you know which of the Saturdays uh, to be at the lay Bible school for from morning till uh, late afternoon um, where we shall take you deeper on those days. The Sundays we are limited by time but the Saturdays, the once a month Saturday uh, we're not limited by time so we can go deeper. Um, I hope that makes sense to you. So in lieu of that is why we must begin teaching early um, closing on time so that um, the Bible school can take um, over. Now, number two, this year we're also starting Basels. Um, no, Tulia, no one is forcing you to do any Basels. So I have my own plans. <laughs> cool down. So, I, I'm doing Basels this year. Um, we're going back to Basels. And um, they are new Basels. Some of you think just by hearing it, ah, I have to now go for, um, don't worry, all you old church members seated here, you have your own Basel. That is Tuesday. Tuesday service is your Basels. Do you understand? I'm not going to force you, oh, there's a bustle in South B, go there. Um, there's a bustle in Kayole, go there. No, no, no. You, all of you seated here, your bustle is Tuesday. Kuja. Good general service, ni bustle, yako. In case you don't know what a bustle is, the bustle is our cell fellowships. It simply means a bus and a cell. So um, the, the cell is transported by bus to church. It's a new uh, every one of these are new bustles. We're going to start from the scratch. Okay. Now all of you, I have nobody I can put you in diverse Areas of the town that you should go and fellowship there. So, and I also am thinking about you. So, Yako ni Tuesday. Apa, your bustle, wherever you're coming from, is here on Tuesdays. And then the new bustles um, will be on Thursdays. Um, and then from the few bustles starting, we hope to proliferate and get the church back to where it was before. Um, I can only do much, and that is to keep going and to keep doing and praying that um, it bears fruit. So 
uh, we're going to have new basils and um, from those new basils we hope to raise some godly good seeds for the proliferation of the basils um, when it comes to bearing fruit so that's these are the two things you need to know uh, will happen in this year. The lay Bible schools and then the starting of the Basils. Amen. Are you blessed? Are you sure you're blessed? All right. What's the theme for the year? Everything by prayer. Nothing. Turn to your neighbor and say nothing. Nothing. Turn to the next neighbor and say nothing. Nothing. Everything by prayer. Nothing. Nothing. Without prayer, nothing. Which means that the tiniest thing in your life requires prayer. Our scripture for the year is in the book of Philippians chapter 4, the verse 6. Philippians 4, 6. Which says, be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. So Philippians 4, 6 is the scriptural foundation and the exhortation to prayer that in our lives we should be careful for nothing. We should not, the Bible doesn't encourage anxiety. So, be careful is the old English way of saying anxious. You are anxious. Can it be done? Will it happen? Is it possible? Will it come for me? Will it come through? Will I get that job? That is anxiety. That is being anxious. And the Bible says, do not be anxious. Not for anything. Rather, in everything, use prayer and supplication. Add thanksgiving to it. And let your requests be made known to God. Give me the NLT. 
the NLT version of Philippians 4, 6. Are you here? He says, don't worry about anything. That's why you should have said amen. amen. Instead, pray about everything. Everything means everything. You know, some of you, you even go to bed without prayer. We are not even going to talk about food. Some of you don't even pray over your food. As long as they set the food before you, you begin to consume the food with a certain, a certain vigor and energy. You don't even give thanks over your foods and over your drinks. You don't pray. You don't receive food with thanksgiving. And I'm not talking about when there is somebody in front of you. Then you make a religious form of prayer. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that it is in your habit to receive food with thanksgiving. When I was in a boarding school, not everybody in our school loved church, going to scripture union. Not everybody loves it. You know, I mean, you can't force, certain people come to school, you can't force them to go for even the general church service. In our school, I don't know about here, um, every Sunday morning, we have general church service. And it's compulsory for every student. Now, scripture union is not compulsory. Even only those who took God at another level will go for scripture union. So, you attended the general Sunday service and all. Now, another place which was compulsory is the dining hall. Is the dining hall um, where we go to eat. And it will surprise you to know that as many people as were gathered in the dining hall, there was a culture to not eat the food until it has been received with thanksgiving. So, people's children have gathered all over the hall and their only desire is to grab the food uh, and heat out. In fact, in our school, as was in many other boarding schools, um, there were students who come to steal the bowl of food. I don't know if you've had it here. Like, they come to the, we, in, in our school, we call it rablo. Like, they come and grab the sophoria with the jollof rice and pass through the window. What the rest of you will do is your business. Now, it was interesting to know that they didn't even execute that nonsense until prayer is said. So one student 
will stand on top of a table and pray. A simple prayer is one prayer. If uh, we had dining hall three times, is one prayer three times, seven times or seven days in a week, the same prayer. That prayer is even embedded in my subconscious up till today. Yes. And I left that school almost 30 years ago. But I can still pray that. If, I, if I'm not in a mood to be a pastor, I can still pray that prayer. And you think that, oh, he's very, you know, he's very. A student will just stand on the table and say, for what we are about to receive, we thank you, oh Lord. Amen. <laughs> you also prayed it here. Yeah, for what we are about to receive. With the, because the food is being given. So you are receiving it. So you receive it with what? Thanksgiving. That simple prayer is still powerful. So even today, you can still pray it over your food. For what I'm about to receive, I thank you, O Lord. It's you saying, I appreciate the fact that I have something to eat. Because there are millions of people who have not received what they will eat for the day. You are blessed to receive it. So you receive it with thanksgiving. There's a reason our mothers didn't tolerate our foolishness. When food is placed before us, then you're looking at the food like, what is this? I wish to eat pizza. Mm. I wish to eat, um, you know. So once the prayer is said, those who came to misbehave, you see that by the time the rest of you are saying, Amen, somebody with a pot of jollof has already hit the gate. And you're already seated at your table. So you can't change. You can't move to another table. You get it? So it means that the rest of you on that table, what you do with yourself, the guy doesn't care. He's gone with a pan of food. Although it was illegal. (laughs) Yeah? Yes. And then the fight for the ladder, for serving the food, that's another fight. Yes. Because one person will serve everybody from the sophoria. So the one with the ladder is the one with the power. To, he can give you a quarter of the... And you can't do anything about it. Yes. <laughs> so you see that the day your friend has the ladder, you are very happy. Because you're going to get enough food. You know, fast forward, I was surprised. Um, my son happens to be in the same senior high school I went. And uh, I went visiting. So, when we were in school, our mother's cooking and bringing food during um, the term on Sundays was a special thing. So, we look forward to that home food. So, me, I'm going for visitation, and I'm asking, so what, you've not cooked for him. Where's the food? You're taking the food. I think I've been out of the system for too long. So, no, we, they bring food from home once 
or twice in the term. You're allowed. Your parents come with drinks, enough food. You can share with your friends and all that. Yeah. When I was in school, I didn't get, I, I think I got only one visitation for three years. Yeah. I think I was visited only once in the three years. Yes, my, my mother didn't have that time to come that he, she's bringing me what to eat. She didn't have that time. Yeah. So I think I received one visitation in the three years I was in boarding school. You know, when my son went to boarding school, I'm told, like he went to boarding school this weekend, by the next weekend, people were there. You know the people? (laughs) People were there. I'm like, hey, I didn't get that treatment when I was in boarding school. You know? So when I was now down and I had to go and visit, I was thinking that that weekend my wife would be cooking a storm and would be carrying it. They just drove me, drove me, drove me. On the way, they stopped by a fast food Restaurant. I said, what is happening? So, we are buying KFC, we are buying this, that's what we are taking. I said, what do you mean? (laughs) Because my wife herself was also in a boarding school. And she knew that food was cooked and brought. You know? So, she told me that after my son went to boarding school, she cooked food and took She said how the food was received, how it was received without thanksgiving. (laughs) So these days, they don't even want food from the house. Passed by KFC. Passed by the known restaurants in town. And buy the food and bring that one. You know... Is it me with my generational gap? I know they bab. Yes. I, I, like I know they understand. You know, so now when they're going for visitation, and it's, it's a very wild thing because you see a rich parent has gone to KFC to bring one story building of pizza. And I didn't like it at all. You know? I didn't like it at all because how many packets of pizza can I buy <laughs> for, for family and friends? You know, and it also, this generation is a totally, uh, uh, listen, if I were in Ghana, we no go buy. I no go buy. We'll cook and bring. If you like, eat them. Yeah. If you like, don't eat it. I know the argument, but you know, no, no, but you see, that's what everybody is doing. You are not everybody. <laughs> Careful. Me I, was, me, I was just, you know, when I'm home, I'm really powerless. You know, I want to implement certain laws, but Charlie, they can allow you to implement for two weeks, you go. <laughs> <laughs> You come with all your new rules and that's the time you see that people are praying for you. When is he going back? (laughs) You get a point now. So you see that you have been tolerated for just three weeks 
with your new rules and everything. And then you see your own children. When is he going to go back? He should hurry up. You see, so I believe that even praying over food. I, I went this way to show you that a lot of us, we eat outside our homes. You know, foods you didn't prepare yourself. So you don't even know the altar on which the food was prepared. You see? I've eaten in um, few Indian restaurants. But I wouldn't eat until I have truly blessed the food. Because as I'm eating, the Indian God is looking at me. <laughs> and for them, I mean, they are shame. They are not ashamed to put their gods right in the restaurant. Do you understand? Some of you, you are prayerless because of certain foods you ate. You didn't even sanctify the food. After eating, you started backsliding. Some brothers can backslide because a girl cooked food with a lot of love for them. You eat the food. Now when you sleep, you are dreaming about Sister Emily. All you want to do is to see Sister Emily. After eating the chapati, you want to see Sister Emily. When you're drinking water, you want to see Sister Emily. Yes. You are affected by the food. Are you listening to me? Women know that food is powerful. That is why they came up with a proverb, Kitambo, that the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. <laughs> so when some sisters volunteer to cook for you, be wise. I said be wise. They are not looking for your stomach. No. They are looking for the road to your heart. <laughs> Come home. Come over. I've prepared some Mombasa pilau. Pilau. Pilau from Mombasa. And it has mango pickles on top of it. Pilau. You are eating pilau, but the sister is finding her way to your heart. Sorry for sisters who cannot cook, you cannot find a way. Sorry for sisters who cannot cook. We, we don't know which other way we should show you. <laughs> you mean she cooked all that food for nothing? No. She's looking for the barabara to your heart. Yes. Huh. 
As she's cooking the food, she says, Oh Lord, as I pour these tomatoes, I pour it with love. Oh Lord, as I add the chumvi, I add it with love. Love, love. By the time she had prayed one hour over your food, <laughs> your own is finished. Your own don't gas. You two, you are eating the food without saying, For what I'm about to receive, I remove the barabara out of the food. You know, as for the brothers we have these days, you see what I'm saying? They are wondering, why should I pray? I mean, if there's Barabara to my heart, that's a wonderful thing, you know? (laughs) There are few Josephs in our days. Yes, there are few Josephs. Yes. I mean, this, this guy doesn't see why he should pray and remove the Barabara to his heart. I mean, he even want the Barabara to be big. Now I'm talking about praying over the food and removing the Barabara. Pastor, allow it, you know. Let things flow. Let things take their natural. (laughs) I married my wife because of food. One of the reasons. See, so when I'm telling you, I saw Barabara in the jollof. I'm telling you practical things. Yes. I had, when I was on campus, I was already a pastor. When I was in a university, I was still a pastor. You didn't need to ask anybody of my room. Everybody knew my room number. I was a pastor. So I had guests, pastors, uh, prophets visiting campus away from Accra. You know, at that time, my wife was just my friend. So I asked her to fix food for my pastor visitors. It included my brother. You know, some of the Barabara was also created in my brother's heart. Yes. So she prepared jollof and added can Fanta lemon flavored can Fanta. Yes. To the jollof. When the packaging came, and when we ate the food, I could only imagine myself eating this food for the rest of my life. The Barabara was created with concrete. (laughs) Do you understand? So, my visiting pastors, they ate the food. They were very, they ate the food twice. You know, that and another food. I don't remember that, but I remember the jollof. So one box was ticked. You see, as a man, marry a woman who can cook. Yes. All these young girls who don't like cooking, they are dangerous future wives.
you cannot have the luxury of eating outside food for the rest of your life. It's not even healthy. It's not even healthy. You need somebody who can cook. So it's one of the requirements to look out for in a future wife. Don't say, but if I have money, you know, I can have my servants prepare the food. The food of a servant will also create another road. That is why it's easy for your husband to sleep with your housemaid. Because he eats her food. Listen, okay, the, the road is correct. The road is always there. As for the road is always there. Yeah. It's easy. And when I came here, I saw and witnessed with alarming proportion how easy it is for men around here to sleep with their wives' housemates. How easy it is. It's because, Charlie, the maid has been building the road, pole pole. <laughs> the day the road finishes and he jumps on her, you are there, you say, you're sleeping with my husband. No, I've been cooking for him, our husband. <laughs> our? <laughs> our? I'm going to tell you for for free let your housemaid wash your husband's clothes um, clean the house the one thing you shouldn't let anybody touch is the food that goes into your husband's stomach it is your responsibility I have no business with a housemaid cooking. I have no problem cooking for my son to eat. The, the road will not be built there. Yeah, but I have a problem with that you are my wife and you are asking somebody to cook what I will eat. Are you listening to me? Yes. As the guy is eating the food, constantly eating the food, when he sees your housemaid, he's like, oh, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Hmm. You know, you, you, can, you can joke with what I'm saying. How sad things happen, I do not know. I just know that they are somehow connected. Somehow they are connected. Somehow they are connected. Are you listening to me? So young lady, learn how to cook. Your nails are are, are as long as Dracula. You cannot cut onions. 
Your nails are... You know, you, you can tell a girl who stays in the kitchen by just looking at their hands. <laughs> you can tell by the, their, their nails. You just look at their hands, you know that, oh, this one stays in the kitchen. This one that you have painted, those long nails... Black, green, yellow, indigo, purple. You, you don't even go to the kitchen. You see, if I see a girl, if I see a girl, and your nails are long packer here, the first thing that crosses my mind is how clean is your bum bum? I should go back to my leave. I should take my leave. I should take my leave. I should go back to my leave. My leave days are not over. I can go back to my leave. I said, when I see a sister with long nails, the first thing I have to ask myself is how clean is her bum bum? Because we all go to that place. Don't we all go to that place? We all know that brothers are here with our short nails. We still experience difficulty in the cleaning of the place. True or not true? So you with your... How are you managing? Are you using here? Are you using here? How are you managing? Even if you use water, you still need the help of the hand. (laughs) So, you as a brother, just know that Charlie, you have a problem. Yes. As you are going to marry this sister with long, ever long nails, just know that you, you have a problem. Yes. (laughs) You cannot have doggy style. (laughs) I said you cannot, why are you looking at me like that? I said you cannot have doggy style. (laughs) You die before your time. So when you are checking out the sisters, also check out the length of their nails. Yes. For many years in my life, I, I never did anything for myself. Yeah. I, I, I can count the number. After, after boarding school, I can count the number of times I even ever washed my clothes. Yeah. So I used to keep very long nails. Natural nails, long. 
Then I now have to be a bachelor. And you realize that, Charlie, you can't keep long nails. If the nails are long and you're washing and they break, it's very painful. So that's why I have a problem with you saying that you are able to wash clothes with the long nails and you are able to clean. (laughs) It's not true. It's not true. You get a point now. Brothers, are you listening? (laughs) Careful. So... That she can cook is part of the things you should look out for. Do you understand? Yeah? And you can tell those who can by looking at their hands. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> as even the nails are weapons. Yeah. Some sisters have it as to use as weapons. When they just brush your face, you receive tribal marks. So everything, as little as you may consider it, as tiny as you may consider it, is supposed to be a part of your prayers. Are you listening to me? I took the long route talking about food and all that to show you that as, as easy as we assume food, when it's put before us, it is worthy that we consider praying over everything. Are you listening to me? Some of you, you lend your clothes. Like somebody comes, oh, can I, can I, I I have a function, can I use your shoe? The people who do that are are weird to me anyway. can Can I use your blouse? You know, can I use your shirt? I saw you with that shirt. Can I borrow it? The person has borrowed your shirt, returned it. You've not even prayed over it. Next, you're wearing it. Before you notice, you have started a serious fornication club. Because when he wore your clothes, he took it to sleep with a girl. When the cloth came, it came anointed. I said it came anointed with the spirit of fornication. From nowhere you've started having desires you've never had before. Are you listening to me? Or you've gone home? Yeah. So praying over everything is important. Now, today I want to show you, there are, we've not considered it, but let me say to you, there are things to pray about, and then there are things to pray for. They're not the same. There are things you pray about, and then there are things you pray for. By the time you reach praying for something, it means you are in earnest desire to possess the thing. 
Then the things you pray about, you are in desire of direction. So there are things you pray about. What does that give you? Direction. What does it give you? Counsel. What does it give you? It gives you a way forward. And then there are things you pray for. Now you come into possession of the things you pray for. You come into possession of direction concerning the things you pray about. So there are things to pray about. Are you here? And then there are things to pray for. Are you here with me? Now, for example, pray about your spiritual life. Some of you don't pray about your spiritual life. In fact, it's not part of the things that bothers your head in prayer. Have you seen what prayer has become? Oh Lord, open the door for that finances. Lord finances. That's the only prayer. When was the last time you prayed about your spiritual life? You're finding it difficult to read the Bible. You're finding it difficult to read any book. You're finding it difficult. If it has to do with church, you can spend the whole day reading tweets. You can spend the whole day on TikTok. And you're not tired. But the moment it comes to spiritual things, you're struggling. So you have to pray about your spiritual life. Why can I not pray more than one hour? Pray about it. When I pray, how is it that I do not hear the voice of God minister to me? Pray about it. So you can pray about your spiritual life. Many of you, if you be very sincere... You have fallen. Yeah. If you be very sincere. You are maintaining an image that chale. Gidigbam. You are there. But you know. You know. You know that even though we declared the year. The year of prayer. Alright. As between then and now. You have not prayed even one hour. You know. You are waiting for me to announce a prayer, a, a general corporate prayer. Then you come and show yourself. How long have you prayed between the first and today? Yes. Somebody asked me, um, called me to ask me, um, am I not doing fasting this beginning of year? I said no. I said no. And the person said, why? The person acted surprised. Why? I said, why should I keep myself? <laughs> why should I keep myself? Huh? The people to come and fast, they won't come. The people, you see, people have a lot of time on their hands until you declare fasting. 
Suddenly they are busy. Suddenly I have to travel. You know, I have to go here. I have to do. I have to. I have to. Then I end up carrying the fasting on my head. But you see, I have my life consistently has been a particular way spiritually. That I, you see, some pastors will give you, oh, we are doing seven days. Out of the seven days, he may do two days. I cannot declare seven days fast and do less than seven days. Because when I come to stand here talking about those of you who are not fast, I will look like a hypocrite to myself. So if I declare 21 days, I may even have done more than 21 days before you joined in the fast. Then you, you'll be acting busy. Some of you suddenly is when your sickness has come. Yes. place is quiet you declare fasting somebody just says "Eh, I'll show up after the fast I'll come after the fasting some people come the last week of the fast the three days left they make technical appearances yes do you understand? So, when I do the things I do, it's not because, like, I am building my own foundations. I built my foundations, Kitambo. The people who need new foundation, they are the ones who avoid it. And then some people, because they've stayed in this church for a couple of years, they feel that Charlie, they have arrived. Yeah, they don't need it anymore. I've done 30 days. I've done 40 days. I've done 21 days. Pray about your spiritual life. The fact that you cannot fast on your own itself is a problem. Some of you and food, you are five and six. I don't know who is the five, who is the six, but you are five and six. Yes. Like if food is five, you are six. But you are not far from each other. If food is six, you are five. Like when we say you are five and six, we're saying that you are so close. Like you and food, you are this close. That we can't mention food and not mention you. And then we cannot mention you and not mention food. Like you and food, you are five and six. Or we also say that you and food, you are like the cripple and the ground. (laughs) The cripple's best place is the ground. When you are crippled, the ground is your, like you're closer to the ground. Isn't it? Yeah, if you're crippled on both feet, depending on what type of crippling it is, you're very close to the ground. In fact, you you have more fellowship with the ground. So when we say you and food, you are like the cripple and the ground, we are saying that, Charlie, you fellowship with food too much. Forget these slim-looking brothers. Because some, some of you, when I talk about 
people like food too much, then you may look at Kimutai, or you may look at uh, Francis, or even Nyamai, or you may even look at me. But if I tell you what slim brothers can do when it comes to food, <laughs> My son got back from school the other day and then my wife sent me a message. said, I cannot handle it anymore. I said, what is this? Your son can eat. <laughs> like the amount of food he's consuming now, like she has never seen, but he's a teenager. He's 17 years. You know? So she's getting shocked that like the food is finishing in the house quicker. Now that you have come, the food is. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you get the point now? So some people, you can't separate them from food. <laughs> you know, like the slim brothers, they have chambers in their stomachs. Wakona chambers. Yeah. You know, they have chambers. And they never, slim brothers, you see, some of these brothers, they are only looking slim because of poverty. Yeah. <laughs> because after I'm a cooler, Chakula, eh, big Chakula. Eh? The guy has to walk from Westlands to. <laughs> Carry your car. And the food is finished. <laughs> so by the time he sees another plate of food you see it's like how Elijah ate and the angel told Elijah you go in the strength of this food for 40 days and 40 nights <laughs> that's the only thing reason they are they, they still look slim because when he finishes the food from wherever he has eaten this food he has to walk to another part of the town Are you listening to me? So pray about your spiritual life. You said you are a Christian. When was the last time you heard the voice of the Holy Spirit? Pray about your spiritual life. Careful. Some of you here you've backslided. You have the appearance of still being in the faith. You get it? How do they show up? They show up from Sunday to Sunday just to keep the testimony and like that, oh, I'm still, you know. But the reality is you've backslided. You've lost your way. You've lost track of who you were in God. Certain things have come 
and distra- you are no more the person you used to be. When it comes to the things of God, you've lost it. Are you listening to me? Some of you, certain desires have now entered your life. Certain desires. That's why it's important to pray about your spiritual life. Are you here with me? Yeah. Pray about your weaknesses. So, for example, food can be your weakness. Food can be... There are some people, you only have to buy them food. They'll start gossiping right now. When when somebody needs to find, to know something, you know, to know something, they know that if they put food in front of, you start talking right now. (laughs) Or they just buy you one small soda. One yogurt. Huh? When they buy you yogurt, you start confessing and say things that you, you under normal circumstance will not say. Yes. Food is your weakness. <laughs> and so over time, like if you go to the villages, you go to the village, everybody knows that um, there's always, every village has a drunkard. Yes. And those drunkards, they know everything. I I saw a drunkard passing by my gate and I was in a mood. So I I called him and I goated him. He was high. Young man, young man, he was high. You know, so I wish a happy new year. He was eating mindy as he was trying to find his steps. He had the mindy tightly clashing his hands, you know. And I stood there and had a conversation with me. He even started to show me and the person who was interviewing him how up the road there is somebody who is using his bomb bomb for. <laughs> He was going down the road to his house. In, in five, ten minutes, he started telling me, yes, gisting me that up the road, there's a, he wanted to even show us who is using the, up the road. Yes, they know everything. So somebody like that, all you need to do is call him Kuja, Buddha, Kuja. I bought you this. As you usher him with a drink, it starts, that's his weakness. <laughs> Some of you seated here, your weakness is money. Yes, your weakness is money. And many sisters have the weakness of money. Sisters with weakness for money. If you have a weakness for money, you will sleep with anything to get anything you desire. You have a weakness for money. Don't fool yourself. Pray about it before they start calling you area malaya. You don't even pay. You don't even pay for border border because all the border border guys have slept with you. 
<laughs> it's hot now. It's hot. This year the teachings are going to be hot. Huh. Don't be that kind of a sister with weakness for money. You don't even care where the money is coming from. Whether it's coming from the gardener or it's coming from the stars. Once they give you and they say open, you open. You have a weakness for money. You see the church quiet like this. It means that I have entered dangerous Sports. <laughs> Many sisters have that weakness, weakness for money. Some of you have weakness for fine things, weakness for fine things. You don't work, but you have weakness for fine things. You have a weakness for nice wig. Is it wig or weave? Wig. You have weakness for wig. You don't work. You want to wear a hundred thousand wig. I'm teaching. You don't work. You, you hate to put your hands to work. But you have weakness to use phones that even millionaires don't use. So you have a weakness for fine things. You know, sometimes I bring people around me and I get surprised. I get surprised. You, you, they, people dream of having this, having that, but they have no idea it takes work. If I tell you when I got up this morning, you wouldn't believe it. But I got to church even before all of you. It takes work. You see, you can see somebody's shoe. And you're like, man, I want a shoe. Do you work? If you don't work, your shoe is to buy that one they use rubber tie. The, the tie. Atara. Eh? Akala. The one they use rubber tie. Isn't it? The tie for cars. We should see sisters who are not working wearing a color to church. <laughs> when you stand in the choir, we see you and your akala. We know that she doesn't work, so she's content with a color. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fine things you don't work but you like fine things you see if if you don't work or you hate to work but you have a certain affinity for fine things two things will happen you have to now go on a journey of borrow you borrow you borrow shoe you borrow belt you borrow shirt you borrow trousers you bear borrow whatever or you have to do mundane things to get that which you desire and test for. So some of you, as you are seated here, you are corn men, corn, no, corn boys and corn girls. 
You are con boys and con girls because every time your mind is on 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 supersonic speed. How do I get that money out of Messiodo? Hello, CEO, CEO do. I'm sorry, but my mother's intestine has just poured out. Some of you, as you are seated here, you have Tumakwahi numbers. You operate Tumakwahi. CEO, I'm sorry to bother you. It's a new year. But I've been arrested by Kanjo. Tumakwahi number. They are asking for 2,000. Whatever you can get, please float it. Float it. But Tumakwahi number. Tumakwahi number. Send it to this number. So, you see, it can affect even your Christianity because now you are sitting down and you are devising means by which to extract something from somebody. I'm teaching. That's why some of you have five numbers. Yeah. That's why some of you have four numbers. That's why some of you have six numbers. Yeah? Because all the, those, all those, you know, I find it very weird when I meet brothers who don't have wives, who don't have children, who don't have any employment, and then they tell me something like, I don't pick strange numbers. If you don't pick strange numbers, it's because you're a con boy. What are you running away from? In your state, shouldn't everybody call you? Perhaps one of the causes is a blessing. Why are you running away from numbers you don't know? Good. That you even have debt is a weakness. Because some of you, ever since God said, let there be light, you have no, there's not a single day you are not owing anything. It's hot. Yeah, some of you, let me address this one. You have a desire, like you have a weakness for fine things. It will lead you into a hala. Yes. Because that desire, not backed with work. Huh? Yeah. You see that you are now a young boy. You have that, you know, you want to wear Dolce and Gabbana um, belt. You know? Designer belt, Gucci belt. Yeah, what do you do now? When one old lady offers you 10,000, you use your erection to get one belt. Somebody just has to flash a hundred dollars and your eyes goes. Before you know it, you are a young boy servicing older women 
for survival. Because one of the things happening in our days are young boys like Benson, they will not go for any job. They will not, they, they, they have decided that they'll use their lawyer waste. At least if I must work, the work must be sweet. <laughs> At least if I must work, the work must be sweet. You have a weakness for fine things. You see, it, there's no problem with that desire as long as you can back it with hard work. Of course, I also want you to have nice, fine things. Yeah. But how you get those things is important. There are some people, their testimonies about God's goodness is not testimony. Sister, you use your breast. Don't come and give glory to God for something that breast accomplished. They understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Don't come and give glory to God for hey. (laughs) (laughs) Careful. Yeah. So if you have that weakness, pray about it. Pray about it. Even the Bible talks about the one who does not work should not eat. Do you believe in the Bible? It says if you are not working, even food, you shouldn't work. So let's calculate. If the Bible says you do not work, you should not eat, how many days can a human being go without food after which you die? So if you are not working, that's how long you have to live. Seven days. Human being without food after seven days, you're susceptible to death. So if you are not working, you have seven days to die. I didn't write the Bible. The Bible says that if you do not work, you should not also put your hand to your mouth. (laughs) Which means you have seven days to say goodbye to your family members. Since I'm not working, Charlie, I'm I'm about to die. If you obey other parts of the Bible, let's also obey this part of the Bible that you should not eat if you do not work. So go and say goodbye to the family. Write your will. I just remembered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe the loans you don't live over the loans. I, I like the way the, the NLT put it. Yeah. This, this is. Paul writing to the Thessalonian church. And he says, 2 Thessalonians 3.10. Even while we were with you, 
We gave you this command. So it's a command. What was the command? Those unwilling to work will not get to eat. You wake up, you Facebook all day. You are not supposed to get to eat. Get yourself to work and do something. It's hot. Some of you don't like what I'm teaching, but I'm going to teach it anyway. That's why some of you, you, you couldn't survive ministry. Yes, you couldn't survive ministry. Being a pastor, the work of the ministry is one of the hardest work. You couldn't, you can't even survive it. Give, Give us the message. This year we have not read message. Give, give me the message translation of Second Thessalonians 3.10. Huh? Don't you remember the rule we had when we lived with you? If you don't work, you don't eat. Simple. If you don't, you don't Do you know why there are young men around as strong as they are looking, they are lazy, they were raised by very bad mothers. Some of you young men here, you were raised to think that everything must be done for you. You see that in a house with Gitonga and Charlene, Mama Charlene will give all the work to Charlene. Wash the clothes, do this. Then Gitonga will be there playing games, watching TV. One person, and oftentimes the girl is the one doing all the work. My mother never spared me. I think my positioning was so, my position, if I had a way, I would have switched places with my brother. Yes, my positioning wasn't too correct. <laughs> because my brother was a sickler and he's in front of me. Then I came after him and then my sister was too young to do anything. So in between, the one that is almost approaching maturity and not, you are the one who did all, I did all the work. Hey, water for the entire household. I fetch them the water for everybody to use in the house every day, every day. So now Gitonga will grow up thinking, yeah, you know, that's the way to be. Yeah, you know, I'm the guy around here. You know, uh, uh, uh. even when he comes back from school, he removes his uniform. Now he's wondering, Charlene should I be here now? Ah. When Charlene goes off to school, then you'll be like, oh, Mom, when is Charlene coming back? Not because he misses Charlene, but because he, his, his shirt has to be washed. Hmm. Is it that itself, 
alright, it's not bad for even Charlene because she's learning how to take care of a man someday. But you see, if care is not taken, the boy will end up thinking that, hey, I, I shouldn't do anything. In my days, there was no blender. Blender came by die. Even when it came out, only rich people could have a blender. So how was I to every food my mother cooked, the tomatoes, I grinded it on stone. When you finish, the back of your hand is, is hot. You have to. I know you don't understand because you, you cook with two tomatoes and one, one pili pili like that. <laughs> Half an onion. So you are even wondering, what is this man's wahala with? Two tomatoes and whatever. Listen, we cook with a quarter bucket of, of tomatoes. One stew, we have to use like either half bucket of tomatoes and then a lot of pili pili and then a lot of onion, then a lot of ginger. And if you are not to help, a lot of garlic, you are grinding all these. Yes. The next day she's cooking, you still have to grind. There was no blender. <laughs> Careful. So you see that you'll be going through like doing fine boy. What do you have to show? Fine boy. Huh? <laughs> when you show up, it's like you have shown up with your fine self. You don't have some boys cannot even wash plate, 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 plate. To wash common plate, cannot wash common plate. Uh, listen, listen, listen. You are not one. You are not in ministry. Come on, you are not in ministry. Number two, you are not working. Yeah, you are not employed. Number three, your father and your mother, they don't give you monthly stipends. But you are surviving. How? Don't tell me Nimungu. Don't, don't, don't tell me Nimungu. Nimungu. Don't tell me Nimungu. <laughs> Do you understand? I'm trying to show you that some of you, you are a walking miracle. Like you are a literal walking miracle. Nimungu. Ni God. Manze, ni God. Nimungu, manze. Is God. Is God. 
pray about your weaknesses. Some of you, your weakness is sex. I think I'm not going to go. Some of you, your weakness is sex. Uh, you don't I'll finish the teaching and not go to one of your weaknesses being sex. Huh? Some of you, as you're seated here, you I was surprised that people left church because of sex. Like one of my cultural shocks. Huh? Like as you're seated here, there's never been a time or season in your life where you conserved your body in holiness because you never did it as a teenager it's difficult for you to do when you are a full grown adult because your flesh develops a unique taste for sex you must have sex 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 every day and when the local players are not around you now do malaya 10 bob, 20 bob, however it is, you must have sex. Yeah. Hey, some of you, that's right, no matter the prophecies, no matter the prophecies on your lives, it does not materialize. If you read 2 Corinthians chapter 7, the verse 1, it says, Having therefore these precious promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Having these promises, the promises of God should be enough for a young man to say, I will maintain myself until they said I'll be a great man of God, anointed with oil. For this promise, I will keep myself until I marry. You can't even look on the promises of God and live a totally different life in this environment. You cannot. Church is quiet. Now here we die. We go die. We go die on this point. <laughs> is it? Huh? That's how cheap it is. Huh? So the NLT says, because we have these promises. Are you listening to me? We have these promises. Dear friends, let us cleanse ourselves from everything that can defile our body or spirit. And let us work toward complete holiness because we fear God. Over time, you've, you've metamorphosed into a nymph. A nymphomaniac. Brothers cannot even date sisters and they are not sleeping with them. They must sleep with them. And if you like, leave the church. I'm teaching. Whoever taught you that dating means opening the gate to sex deceived you. And whoever told you that you can use sex to keep a man also deceived you. As I'm here, who is keeping me? My, my wife's thing is over. What? You can't 
keep a man using your body, you cannot, especially when women are everywhere. So sister, you are deceiving yourself thinking that you are dating. So it should also be a license to have sex. What it means is that by the time you marry, so much has gone wrong with your marriage in advance. That's why we should still teach in this modern day as Although it's not popular, we should teach our young girls that virginity is a very virtuous thing. And that to marry as a virgin is as important as having anything in your life. The honor a man gives a young... Only that virgins are very difficult people to deal with in marriage. But the... the, the <laughs> 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 we should still teach it and we should still teach our, you know when it comes to the teaching of virginity we leave out the boys we leave out the boys now who are the boys sleeping with so imagine two young people in this church with the same mind no sex before marriage are dating. Some of you, you have no idea how beautiful and awesome a godly relationship is. Because many of you equate sex to love. So that's why the brother knows that to get you, he just has to tell you, I love you. Sex is not the same as love. Are you listening to me? Sex is not. And the young man also has to know that his being a virgin is very important. How do you lose your virginity? By entering the wrong relationship at the wrong time. That's how I lost my virginity. I, I, I had wished I married as a virgin. Yes. Twenty twenty one, I had this beautiful friend. She was my friend. Yes. I mean, like we have been friends for. Some of you have, have no idea what it means to have a female friend, and there's no sex involved. Some of you can even turn friends into your sexual partners. <laughs> friends with benefit no strings attached <laughs> I'd known her for almost four years or five years actually five years before we had sex for the first time and we only had to have the sex for the first time because she had moved from being my friend to now my beloved somebody I was hoping to marry after I finished university and see, once that relationship came into place, and she, she was a veteran player. You know those ones whose body mature? The person is 15. You think that the person is 30 years old. She was of that stock. The first time my mother ever gave me an advice concerning women was the first time my mother saw that girl. Oh, she saw the ties. <laughs> 
I mean, I've been growing in this house. Mama never told me avoid girls. But the day she saw the girl was the first and is the one advice I can clearly remember my mother sitting me down and giving to me. And see, if I had not entered that relationship in first or second year, I would never have had sex. Yes, because if you are not in a relationship, will you have sex with air? Yeah. That's why I tell you that some of you, you have no business being in any relationship. First of all, you have refused to work. Having refused to work, you will not have money for dowry. And since you don't have money for dowry, don't worry somebody's daughter. When I see some of you young men here, I see your, very, your face is very relaxed. Your facial muscles are very relaxed because you have enough sleep. You have no business having enough sleep when you are not working. Don't spoil the teaching. <laughs> the way your facial muscles are well relaxed. <laughs> hey, you, you are not thinking of, oh, the business is not going well. And I, what do I do? What oh, the business is, you have no, you're not thinking, oh, my house rent. Oh, how do I? Coming up, this see my salary, they are deducting this. Uh, you see how relaxed your face is. No school fees. That's the one, that's the one harassing somebody's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Permanent wangu. And he knows that between where he stands and till the day he marries you, he has to cross into Zanzibar and walk back. So many things can go wrong through sex. Don't joke with this thing. You see, many of you think of the the five minutes pleasure. So many things can go wrong through sex. Listen to people who were once maybe witches or marine agents and are now saved and in Christ. They will always tell you how they were instruments for the downfall of Many people. Yeah. So having these promises, dearly beloved. So sometimes you can look at the prophecy on your life to decide this is how I will live my life. Some of you are not careful. Your wedding will be attended by exes. (laughs) (laughs) 
God has done it. 20 exes at one wedding. 40 ex-boyfriends at one wedding. Even them, you have not cut off link from them. So on your wedding day, they come pretending they are sending you congrats. When they hug you, then you say, hey, I still miss you. Having these promises. Is somebody listening to me? That's why many brothers operate in in poverty. Yeah, you operate in a listen. A woman is not just a woman. A woman is a window into something. It will be something. (laughs) It's even worse for you because you, you have even done prostitutes. we don't let you know that the way you are living or have been living is the wrong way, you will still continue messing up your destiny. Okay, why didn't Esau receive a blessing? You may not trace that from Genesis, but if you go to Hebrews, it makes it clear that Esau was a fornicator. So Jacob or the mother is looking at all these patriarchal blessings coming on a fornicator. I said, no, no, no. When I was pregnant, God gave me a word for this blessing that Jacob will be the one to receive the blessing and not Esau. So when they were warning us about if there be any fornicator amongst us like Esau, they use Esau. And you could tell from Genesis how when Esau realized that his father doesn't like the local girls around, he rather went and married them. <laughs> Those of you who like doing mapeziangu, us against. <laughs> and He wasn't just a fornicator. He was also a profane person. Have you met those brothers who talk profanity? They speak profanity. Every conversation, even with a Christian sister, they have to bring profanity into it. The church is hot. Who for one muzzle of meat sold his birthright. Some of these slim brothers are slim because of too much sex. (laughs) 
Some of these slim brothers are only slim because of too much sex. (laughs) Should I teach? You cannot have for one of your weaknesses sex. As a pastor, how many beautiful girls in your church are you going to sleep with? Yeah, how many? Since your weakness is sex, how many beautiful girls in your church are you going to sleep with? That's why it can be one of your weaknesses. Pray about your weaknesses. If sex is one, pray about it. There are some things you pray until it stops or dries out in your life. Sooner than later, you start using your gas stove as an enticement. Come and bake cake in my house. God gives you a car. You now start using the car as a bait. It seems your gas stove has not worked. Now you use the car as a, where are you going? I'm going to drop you. One man, one man told us a very funny story. Later I realized, Charlie, the man lied to us. He took one sister from the church. I said he was going to drop the sister in the house. (laughs) John, allow me to teach my teaching. Hey! He said that the sister was taking him round. When they reached here, is this your house? The sister said no. Much later, when I discovered that the guy in question, he doesn't spare... mm, I want to use the word, but. <laughs> and then the sister in question also does not spare any willing brother. Ah, one plus one equals to two. <laughs> we had to call in Joan for witness for. A case, a whole case. (laughs) Match made in heaven. You are lost, I am lost. Let's do it here. Not that cock and bull story. If you, you don't deal with it, you see that just the blessing of a car will bring so much weakness in your life. If you don't believe me, watch young men from rich homes who get access to father's car, mother's car, they become loose as young men. Than somebody who got a car much later in their lives. Because once you have a car, you're doing, the girls just say, you do this and then, 
Watch. I, I, I don't know about here, but I can talk about Ghana. Almost all the young men I knew who come from like a rich home, there's a car park for daddy, for mommy, and then there's one other car for errands, and then he, the boy uses He sooner than later starts picking girls and dropping them off like that. So even a blessing of a car can turn you into a profligate. Once you see a girl by the road, you go, hmm, hello. Then you roll down the glass. Jaber, on Indawapi. Then you go like, Leo, Nataka, ni become driver Yako. Ibra is smiling because he has done it before. <laughs> Can I be your driver today? <laughs> An angel like you should not walk under the hot Nairobi sun. Then he goes like, use me. Use me today. I feel like being used. Where are you going? I'm going to Ongatarongai. Use me. Use me. <laughs> Without the discipline of overcoming your weakness, even a car will now become a great temptation in your life. You see that now you cannot drive a car without a chick in front. Besides you, there must be somebody at the front. Yeah. When I pick even my church members, I always know, I always make sure somebody knows. I have just met Princess at Bunyala. I always will let somebody know. I just met before I'm talking of before I even arrive. So when I arrive, I've given my church member leave. When you see me, hey, Princess and Apostle. <laughs> I'm showing you how to use wisdom. Yes. You know, like those days, it will be Bernard waiting for me. <laughs> those days, it will be him waiting. For, then I come. When I, the, the, the window goes down or the door opens, then somebody is coming out. Hi, Bernard. Then in his head he's like, yeah, Apostle, I'm a kula, who you? Kula. <laughs> they don't tell you what they are thinking. Yeah. It should be rare that they find even a girl in your car. But we know you. Even when you borrow bicycle, you are even looking for space for a girl on the bicycle. I'm teaching. So if you happen to be going somewhere and then you, you meet somebody known to you and your wife, 
in the front of the person, make a call. Hi, sweetheart. Oh, I just met Purity and I'm dropping her. Make the call. So that even if Purity is thinking something, she changes her mind. On a pigia, bibiake. Make the call. Make the call. Make the call. Not, not, you see, not now they, they've caught you. Then you have to explain where you met purity. By that time you are fumbling and you look guilty. And maybe you have not even done anything. Because now when they see you coming out of the car, your wife sees you, you have to explain. Oh, sweetheart, it's not what you think. I, I never want to repeat that thing. It's not what you are thinking. You have to be asked, what are you thinking? What am I thinking? What am I thinking? Are you listening to me? So if your weakness is sex, deal with it. Starve yourself. Some of you want to be in ministry, but you hate Romans 12 verse 1 and 2. You hate Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. He's using the mercies of God when it comes to being clean. By the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Many of you, you cannot remember ever being a living sacrifice. (laughs) Because some of you, as I see you, is like a taboo for you to be without a beloved. You can't stay alone. Ever since you you were born, and then your breast develop, and you realize this is breast, this is bum bum. (laughs) You have never been without a boy. When you jump from one relationship, you jump to the next one. Some of you don't even heal from your previous relationships before you jump into another one. It's hot. You can't be alone. If I look at this church, one of Satan's tools he has used against the church. I don't know about other churches, but one of Satan's tools he has used against this church is demonic relationships that was taking people nowhere. If I begin to count how many people I have lost as a pastor to relationships, just relationships. It's un- unthinkable. Pastor, what are you saying? So we shouldn't be in relationships. Are you working? 
Do you have a room? Are you a king? Do you have a room? Is it not that the, the reason why you people have used, utilized all the trees in Kiambu? Now the authorities are against such usage. Forest that is meant for animals. You have invaded the forest with yourselves. I was standing in front of my gateway, um, CEO, and then a, a man and a young woman passed in front of my gate. Very looking respectable. I even wanted to greet them. Good afternoon. Respectfully. Looking very respectful. So they were passing. Me, I'm thinking they are going to somewhere to do something very important. No. They just passed in front, meander into the little Uhuru Park in front of my house. And then the lady went into her back like this. I was watching. Then she brought out Kitamba. And laid it on the floor. Then the man went to the bush. He wee-weed the longest wee-wee I've ever seen. <laughs> I turned to Kevin. I said, ah, his wee-wee is not finishing. Then he also looked. From the time he looked, till the wee-wee was still coming. Then he finished and then he went and laid down by. I said, I thought these people were respect, respectable. You look at them, you think respectable. They are going for a business meet. They came to lie down. Is it that you don't have a room to take hair? Is a sign that you shouldn't have hair. Think about your life. Ben, ben, I'm talking to you. Think instead of doing bush bush. Think about how to break out in your destiny. One day I went to Arboretum to pray. And I was surprised. I, I don't know what they have now. But those days there, were, there was bamboo benches. You know, so I went. I prayed. Then I got tired. I wanted to come and sit. When I sat down on the bamboo bench, I just looked by my feet. And I saw wet condoms. Like they have things. Maziwa. Imagine a man. That's where you are leaving your, your sperm. You know, out there. <laughs> Some of you brothers, eh, where they have taken your sperms? Where they have taken your sperms? Some of you finish sex with a strange woman and then you didn't want to, would you carry the condom and so I'll, I'll dispose it for you. Huh? She went away with your sperm. What they did with it. Now look, it's like you, they bound you. Your life has been bound. Where they took you, you and your generations are bound. Hey, the church is quiet. I move on with the weakness. Pray about your weaknesses. If 
you meet a man today and today you have sex with a man, you have a weakness. Where will Kunashi die? Not even know I like you. I also like you. One week I like you. Two weeks I like you. One month we like, we like, we like. Three months, you. Five hours is too much. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Oh, you, 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 you've closed the service. Yeah. Pray about your weakness. Yeah. There's something that is a weakness in some of you sisters. Your weakness is your mouth. What did I hear? Pere, 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 pere. Yeah. Your mouth is pere, 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 like that. Yes. You have signals from BBC. Al Jazeera. Some of you sisters, when you get angry, your mouth is your weakness. You can look at a man and point your finger at him and say, useless man. You have a weakness. Hmm. All brother insulting sisters pray about your weaknesses. Look at you. You too. When they are talking about men, will you also stand up to be counted? <laughs> hey, some women, when they get angry, they lose it. Their mouth is their weakness. Somebody is listening to me. Hold your mouth in prayer. Oh Lord, heal my mouth. Lord, if you don't hear my voice, it's because you're healing my mouth. Hold, hold it. Nifundishe Namaza. Hold your mouth. Are you here? Pray about your problems. You have problems, but you are the one who hates prayer. (laughs) I'm coming to that one. Of all the places I have been in my small life of ministry, by the grace of God, I've stepped in few places here and there. I have never seen a place where people just enjoy talking about their problems. <laughs> it's like sometimes there's a competition about who has the biggest problem. <laughs> talk, I talk. You talk your problem, I talk my problem. Talk yours, I talk mine. It's like there is a competition for the expression of the problems. How do I know? Because now, when you ask the same person who has problems, come 
and pray at 5 a.m. They start giving you one million reasons why 5 a.m. prayer does not suit me. Pastor, watch an inquambia. You see, 5 a.m. I have five children who must be ready for school by 6.30. Oh yeah. I have a problem with parents who use children as excuses to not pray. They are here. They are looking at me. I can point to them one by one. I have problem with such parents. Because when your child is going for an excursion and the school says the bus will be ready at 5 a.m. You get your son ready to go to excursion in a 5 a.m. bus when it comes to church. Oh, I cannot worry Kitonga. Hey, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5 a.m. When I was nine years old, I never thought I was going to be a pastor. Never. When I was nine years old, I remember spending my, at least between nine to ten years, I lived in a village with my grandmother. My father had just died. I was about eight years old or eight to nine years. My father had just died. And my mother packed us from the city to the village for the funeral. I didn't even know. I have no idea um, where we were going. We landed in one dark place. Frogs were croaking all night. That's what, like one of my childhood memories is that journey. I remember crossing a river at night and my uncle who was a soldier had my sister like on top of his neck and we were crossing a river. I was like, hey, this trip we have never taken some before. Everywhere was dark, pitch black, dark. <laughs> Maybe it looked that way because it's the first time I was going to such a place. So from the funeral in my father's village, my mother just branched by her village and left us there. Like the woman had planned everything, calculated everything, that I'm going to leave these children with their grandmother. That's how I ended up in the village. From the very day we landed, the next day, my grandmother woke us at 4 a.m. Devotion, morning devotion. To the Presbyterian church. We walked like from here to the top of the, the runabout to go to church and back to sweep. Then after a while, we go for morning devotion. From the morning devotion, my mother will post us to the catechist's house to go and work from that place back to her house to sweep and get ready for school. Kitonga is, Kitonga is relaxing. Jeremy is relaxing. The father looks upon him with eyes of love and pity. My son has had a rough week. You know, apostle, allow him to rest. Anything these boys, young people, are not going through now, whether it's waking up early, whether it's staying up reading till they finish their homeworks, anything you're not making them do now, do not expect them to do it when they grow up. 
I'm a jam. I've touched his beloved son. I've not mentioned Favor's name because I don't want Wahala. Mothers and their sons. I'm touching who I can touch comfortably. I want peace. Anything they are not doing. Now that you oh, they are too young. This if you leave Gitonga, he will tell you, I have a girlfriend. I wrote my first love letter in class four, if not class five. As young as these boys are, they are always falling in love. Gitonga has fallen in love before. The mother will not believe it, but he has fallen in love before. Fortune has fallen in love before. <laughs> Fortune is a lover boy. <laughs> when you see Fortune walking, uh, when you see Fortune walking, he looks like a guy who has just gone and made money. Like the money is in his pocket. When you see him walking, he looks like a guy who has just made money. (laughs) Careful. (laughs) Anything they are not doing now. Don't act. If they are not showering now. Don't expect them to shower when they grow up. They will wear one boxer shirt for one week. (laughs) You can always tell a boy who has not changed his boxer shorts. Yes, the smell is unique. Yes. You can always tell a, a boy who has not changed his boxer shorts. As for the girls, I don't know. But for boys, can always tell. I said, whatever they are not doing now, when they grow up, don't expect them to suddenly become, oh, know how to, if they are not polishing your shoes now. Because me, I don't know the essence of having a boy in the house. By now, white man should be polishing daddy's shoes. Oh yeah. By polishing the father's shoes, he would know that his own shoes need polishing. Sometimes I have people who hang around to help me, you know, keep cleanliness in my environment, but themselves are dirty. I don't understand him. It's a mystery. It's like you are the one who wants to be clean. We will help you. <laughs> you want to be clean. We will help you to be clean. <laughs> As far as leave our story alone. You want to be clean. We will help you to be clean. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Hey. They are helping my cleanliness. 
You see, but I expect that you are doing it. That's why I get, I, I get very shocked with them. Like, I, I think that you are doing it because you, are, you believe in cleanliness. When I employ houseboys, I always get shocked that they keep my house clean and their SQ looks like a pig stall. I always get shocked. Like, oh God, you are the only one to be clean. (laughs) Here's your house. It is clean for the day. Here's your bedroom. It is clean for the day. Then if you walk to where they live, Ni job. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the only one who gets shocked, but you know. Pray about your problems. Don't just talk about it. Oh, you know, Apostle, things have been so hard. You know, when they make sure the hard they strike hard. You can say hard. Instead of hard, when you say hard, and I say come and pray hard, you don't come and pray hard. <laughs> Listen, I am not a witch doctor. I am not um, a magician. I can only show you. What God wants you and I to do. One of such things is prayer. So you cannot be lazy when it comes to prayer. And then when it comes to talking about your problems, you are quick. You, you can, some can narrate their problem from 1987. and pray about your 1992 problem. If you prayed about it, it will leave your narration. Yeah, your 1992 problem is gone. You didn't mention it. Your 1997 problem is gone. You wouldn't mention it. So your story becomes short. When we see you, we are celebrating your testimonies of the things God has accomplished in your life through prayer. I spoke about if your salary is not correct. Ransom, can I share? Can I share? Yeah. Right from 31st, he got more than a double salary increment. I don't know how else to, to, to make you understand it. Yeah. It's not magic. Can I spend time? He, he was thanking me that I organized 24 hours prayer. If you only knew how I wanted to remove my head from under that. Yes. He was thanking me. I said that we did not pray in vain. Yes. Where he got that increment from. That's also the name you wrote for that favor direction. Yes. More than a hundred percent salary increment. 
He didn't go begging for it. He was called from today. I'm moving your salary from here to here. You don't want to pray. That is why you will continue going to Kawangwari. Drinking concussions. And swallowing balls of hair. For whatever. Or continue going to pipeline. Looking for who will see for you. Can you see? Can you see? <laughs> there are some people when you invite them to come to church. They ask you does your pastor see? Can your pastor see? Yes. I don't know. Some of you, I think that must be one of the most difficult questions for you to answer. You don't know whether to tell him, oh, he used to see. <laughs> I don't know how you want to. He used to see before. Uh, but nowadays, he doesn't see for us. <laughs> oh, Lord. I think it must be very difficult for some of you to answer. You know, you don't want to, you don't know whether to say, no, no, no. He, no, he used to see, but he doesn't see for us anymore. Yeah. <laughs> can, can he see? Pastor Anona, can he see? Atakonia, 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 Shidayangu, Atakonia. Um, let me be honest with you. He used to see before. Yes. But he doesn't see for us anymore. He says he has stopped seeing for us. <laughs> huh? On a normal, typical Sunday like this, I've stopped preaching Kitambo. Or I'm, I'm going to finish preaching at 12 something. And then I'm going to prophesy from 1 to 4. <laughs> you know, on, on the 20, during the 24 hour prayer, there was this song that was given to, don't believe, they, they are not the ones who looked for it. Apilisa gave them a song. It, it's a song from home. And they were playing it. Instantly, it took everything in me to not shut down the service and start prophesying. At the point I did this, like the thing wanted, the, the wells just wanted to open. I said, Mba, you are not opening. And the more they played the song, the more I got the edge to, you see, prophecy comes under ecstasy. So I was being lifted into that ecstasy and I was saying, Mba, no, no, don't do this. Don't do this. I was telling myself, don't do this. Yes. We came here to pray. No, come here. The month they played the song. So to get a little ease is when I stopped and I gave one general prophecy. That time I gave that general prophecy. That was the, I was fighting hard not to turn the service into a prophetic service. And I was remembering that my lawyer pastor who said, Prophesying is not easy. You only have to sing. <laughs> it's not difficult. You only have to 
give I remembered it when when I was feeling that way. Yes. Pray about your pra- I don't know what else to teach you. You are in this church. The moment you had 24 hours prayer, you disappeared like anaconda under the Amazon forest. You too, you said you have entered the year. You too. You too. You too. You too. I don't take seriously anybody who says they have problems but cannot pray. I don't take you seriously. Where I come from, problems drive people towards God. And I, I get a very weird feeling that here, problems drive people away from God. Come and pray. Six hours, 12 hours. Then it's worse when we say 24. I have a very important person in this country. And when we're going to have the 24 hours, the person was calling me with problems. Apostle, you know, there's a way you handle important people. So, he said, this problem, this has happened. This dream, I give the prophetic interpretation. Then I said, we are going to have 24 hours prayer. Please come and join us in prayer. The person laughed on the phone. Hey, you, you have these problems. I'm saying, come and pray. Then the person asked me, how long? I said, 24. The person laughed. Have you ever felt like a fool? (laughs) Then the person told me, let me be very honest with you, man of God. I cannot say I can do it and then I can't do it. The much I can do is to come at nine o'clock. By midnight, you mean standing on my leg 24 hours, I cannot do it. In my heart, I'm like, then you don't have a problem. You don't have a, yes, a noble, correct one. The biblical description for such people is nobles. You know, this country now has many speakers. One of the speakers' wife had a problem one time. And I went to pray, current speaker. At that time, the church was in um, Ngara. Then I told her, after I went to pray, come to church on Sunday so I do something for you. Then he says, where is the church? I said, Ngara. Then she asked me, is my car mirror going to be safe? The church is in Ngara. So come to Ngara. No, no, no. You have a problem and you are thinking about your side. Do you know how many times they stole my side mirror? <laughs> Come 
countless times. Is my side mirror going to be saved? Wow, you're thinking about side mirror. Some of you forget side mirror. You, you have not bought the side mirror of a bicycle. You, some of you, the only reason is that you are sleeping. You know, if you have an environment where people find it hard to beg, hard to ask for things, you'll be driven towards God. But as we speak, your phone, your phone is full of, when you write people's name, Eric, NGO. <laughs> Titus, NGO. So the day you are in need, you look for the NGOs. One of these NGOs for, ah, I go collect. NGO, I go collect. Then you call NGO number one, Kimutai, NGO. Kimutai. Okwapi. Hey, Leo. Do umeni tupa. Oh. As you are doing umeni tupa, then Kimutai is also melting under that voice. Sisters have voices they use. If Kimutai NGO fail, then they'll come. Amos NGO. Then now they sweeten the voice. As they are calling number one, the voice becomes sweeter. Sometimes only to get hundred bob out of somebody, you have to sin against the Bible. All the sins in the Bible, you have to commit it. You have not seen landlord's shadow. You said the landlord is at the gate. He's knocking. Boo, 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 boo. He has two big padlocks. You, you saw the padlocks. <laughs> hey, I've never seen a people so relaxed. I'm talking to you. Talking so relaxed until they need something. And then you see that they switch from this relaxed mode to emergency mode. They'll create an agency. No, 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 They'll call you. They'll call you. Someone who has never called you will call you 100 times in one minute. Switch from never bothered to now a sense of agency. Oh, if you don't send me, I will die. I will die. Now I'm learning to tell them, die. I'll bury you. Die. From you cannot push me around to now pushing you around. The, the way they can create an emergency. You're my last hope. Before I die the death of disgrace. Pray, and the Bible says it in James. Is anyone amongst you afflicted? Let him, let him talk. Let him send WhatsApp. <laughs> let him send Telegram. Let him send Facebook Messenger. Let him pray. 
problems calls for prayer. Not for talking. This year, you are going to pray instead of talking about your problems. Pray about your challenges. We all have challenges. Pray about your sexual life. Pray about your sexual life. Amen? Pray about it. Pray about your character. (laughs) I wish I had time. Pray about your character. Your character stings from here to Bungoma. Pray about your character. Character is Tabia. Is it Tabia? Can character be Tabia? Madili, Madili, Madili. <laughs> you know your Swahili is the inferior version. <laughs> Tabia is more like habits, isn't it? Yes. Madili is now character. You see, I no correct Swahili. <laughs> Pray about your character. Is who you are. You see, don't be very bad-charactered. Then you go around, instead of praying about your character, then you go around with a pity party. Oh, nobody likes me here. Nobody, it's like the spirit of rejection is around my life. Ask yourself why you easily get disfavored. You must be having a very bad character. One of the hardest things for people to admit is the fact that this is your character. People love me until I show them their character. First they go into denial mode. <laughs> Much later, when they come at meeting, I've moved on. Yes. This is your character. You are bad-hearted. Don't joke with it. Pray about your character. There's never a single person I've known I showed them their character and they were so happy with me. Even those who write me messages before I showed them their character. You know, apostle, anything I do wrong, show me. Don't keep quiet. Correct me. You know? And then they go like, you know, I would prefer that you slap me when I do something wrong than for you to be quiet. Until I tell you your heart is wicked. Pray for your heart. Me. Somebody told me the other day, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Hey. I mean, me, I can be talking about something. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Listen, if you put prophecy, the ability to see and prophesy to somebody aside, one of the gifts I have and I cannot doubt with 
is the ability to know you more than you know yourself. I know all my pastors more than they know themselves. I know some of you here more than you let on. I can describe you to you and you say, Mm-mm, it's a stranger. Are you to sell ah. hmm. Years later, yes, 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 years later, years later, you see that what I said was the truth. <laughs> yeah. so these days I don't even go there because I've made too many enemies by showing them to themselves <laughs> so I've stopped I've stopped I like I've stopped <laughs> but you see what you don't know is that if it's easy to lie to yourself. As I'm standing here, you'll be surprised that I, it's easy, it will be easy for me to deceive myself. One of the easiest person to deceive is yourself. Oh, I'm, so, I'm such a sweet girl. You have deceived yourself. Hey, I, I didn't know that people can look so sweet. You know, but they are bitter than wormwood. Wormwood. Hey, there were people who were so sweet that I even gave them delicious names. You see, like Mukambelicious is like the last part of delicious added to your name. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is an example. <laughs> hey. Asomwa, you have deceived yourself that you are this. Meanwhile, you are that. <laughs> That's why the time for dating is not the time for pressing bomb, bomb, and breast. It's the time for you to discover who is this person I'm going to spend the, in my entire life with. Not the time for pressing bomb, bomb. You have overlooked character. You have overlooked this. And you have narrowed your eyes on breasts. Then when you marry, you realize, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I what I ordered versus what I got. <laughs> That's why sometimes. You should walk, you should walk without 
notice to your beloved's house. Yes, when you go there and they open the door quickly and you enter the house, the house is neat. That's who she is. She's a neat girl. But if they delay, when they heard your voice, they are picking the braziers, the panties, the bowls are being pushed under the bed. Goja Kidogo. Now come, Goja. She is now hiding evidence of being a dirty girl. Careful. You know, like Tanzania, the man of God is from Tanzania. He's like Accra. The first time I was in Tanzania, I literally thought I was in Accra. I thought I was in some part of Accra. Now, it's easy to do what I've just said than it is to do in Kenya. Yes, because you are walking literally, you enter somebody's gate. And you are at the door. Here, apartment. By the time you reach fifth floor, they've even seen you coming. <laughs> the main gate is locked. They have to ask you, where are you going? So I'm going to B5. Then they have to let B5 know that somebody like this is here. Oh, they've already been warned. Yeah, but those homes, I believe Mombasa is like that. You literally can walk into behind somebody's uh, bedroom. You just go to your church members. I know you are in there. <laughs> so all these apartment, apartment things. You just go to your member's house. Yeah. One time a pastor went to the member's house for visitation. When he reached the gate, the husband was running for his day. He passed by the pastor with full speed. And then who is coming? The wife. That thing we use for pounding fufu. The wife was carrying it, chasing the husband. <laughs> Women fellowship leader is carrying mortapisil going to crush the husband's head the man was running for his dear life he greeted the pastor on full flight pastor <laughs> i'm surprised that here we have to schedule when we can come and visit you yeah in west africa nobody is telling you when we are coming you just see us we have come yes your pastor just walks to your house. That's it. Yes. Here, when will you be home? Meanwhile, you don't even do any job. You're always home. Then they say, oh, I'm busy this week. Um, we can make it next two weeks. I'll be available. I'll let you know the day. Lie, lie. In West Africa, we come. If you are there, you are there. If you are not there, we'll let you know we came by. But you were not there. We don't schedule visits. We come. Um, pastor, you know, that's an inconvenience. You cannot just be walking in to people. What, what are you afraid of? What are you hiding? Hey. 
Pray about your character. Those are some of the things you should pray about. Are they good things? Yeah. Pray about your temperament. This one, I'll, 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 I'll postpone it for. <laughs> they think I'll just brush over the temperament. <laughs> Don't say, oh, you know me, I'm just a very quiet, um, phlegmatic. <laughs> Pray about it. During the 31st, L.P. Lisa was teaching about, you know, the acceptance of sadness in your life. Me, I don't like sadness that leads to depression. I can work more A lot of you don't know that your provoking me literally makes me work. Yes. Like that's what gets me off. Like to rather sink into, you know, how nobody likes me in Kenya. Even Mungo who used to like me doesn't like me. I'm so sad. Then you go like, I'm so sad. Oh yay! <laughs> huh? I I can't I can't indulge in that. But you see, it comes from you. You can channel that thing into something, and it comes through praying about your. Then the Holy Spirit will give you a way to channel your 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 um, your moodiness into achievements. That's why. Like melancholics, yeah? Or if you take cholerics, cholerics are at their peak when there, are, when there is problem. That's why somebody like Odo will go around looking for problems to solve. That doesn't concern her. Because the person only operates at a certain level when they have like challenges, problems to solve. They don't even have time for pity parties. Like they are riding on that energy of... And there is a certain somebody who is also like that. I know all of them. Yes. When there are problems, is when they have high energy for resolving issues. If there is no problem, they want to, they are depressed. Their life is miserable without problems. <laughs> Some of you, we don't even know how, how you are. Like we cannot tell. Then <laughs> some people, you better pray they don't have problems. They will die. Wait, he's killing me. Somebody, when there's problem, then they are, they are on overdrive now. So you have to pray about your temperament. 
that you are very happy-go-lucky, outgoing person, we thank God for your life. Pray about it before you become a malaya. Are you aware, young man, that it should be difficult for you to talk to girls? That you are doing it easily is why you always get into girls' pants. Hey, we should close. Some young men can meet a total stranger in five minutes. You think that they were old schoolmates in 1974. It's like such a person, if you are not careful, it will lead you into promiscuity. Yes. I shouldn't go into the temperament. Next week I should jump. I'll jump it, huh? Yeah. Glory to God. All these things must be prayed about. Then I'll show you the things you should pray for next week. Yes. And this year is a year of prayer. We are praying. Everything by prayer. Nothing without prayer. When you live here, you go to the Vibanda and you buy five, 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 five KDFs. Bless it. Whether the Vibanda person is looking at you or not, bless it. Father, I bless these five KDFs. David had five stones. You gave me five KDF. I receive it with thanksgiving. Amen. Pray. Pray. Nothing without prayer. I'm into breeding. I have a breeding program now. So, when my female dog was pregnant, I will hold her stomach like this. And I look into her eyes. I said, give me puppies. Plenty puppies. I hold her. I said, give me puppies. Plenty puppies. Okay? And you'll be looking at me like that. I'll hold the stomach from time to time. I have someone who is mentoring me, my mentor. You know? When my puppies came, he asked me, how many puppies? I said nine. He said, huh? Is nine? I said yes. Then he asked me, they are all okay? I said yes. Huh? The next day, I spoke to him. He asked me, how many? I said, nine. Everything is okay. He said, yes. Then he said something like, well, um, the strong ones will survive. (laughs) Me, I have used a scripture. They shall not cast their young. Hey, or die before they are tied. So, four days, five days we're talking. He asked me, how many did you say? I said, they are nine. They are they all, he said yes. Then he said, you're a man of God. Because as experienced as they are, they don't keep all their puppies. Up here I told you, in the process of having mine, he got, he got some puppies himself. 
by the second day when I spoke to him, he had lost two puppies. So he called me, eh, you're a man of God. Everything by prayer. You joke with everything. If one of those puppies die, if I tell you how much I'm losing, you'll be surprised. Everything. You see, for me, I was happy that he was shocked. Yes. But you see, I didn't tell him that I was holding the stomach. I was trying to do something with the dogs and then it wasn't working. Then I think who was around me there. Then I spoke to LP. Then she said something to me. She said something to me. Then the next day, I was just walking around. I needed to get a solution. Then I heard the Holy Spirit say, do this. That, what couldn't be done in two seconds, it was done. I forgot what you told me. Yeah, she told me to use the, what Jacob did. The scripture Jacob, that's what she told me. So I didn't know it had to do with prayer. Look at me, I'm the senior pastor. I didn't know. Then I started in my spirit praying. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do, I do? do you know what she meant by use what? The, Jacob was broke and the angel told him how to become rich. So he said, take these two sticks, position them here. So I also needed a revelation about where to position my sticks. Don't be carnal this year. Become spiritual. The next day, the Holy Spirit put it in my heart to overcome that problem. Rise up on your feet. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw. Connect with Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. God richly bless you and lead you in a series of victories.